previously on the Arius Adventures. Last time when we recorded, you guys came across a small orc village, and you guys are still in the Blood Plains region, uh, making your way south towards the Barrens and the giant canyon known as the Scar. What I have is Edad Tagoro and Fira. We're going to go scout and just kind of get the lay of the land over on that side. And then Garrison and Machine are going to stay and do trading. Yeah, here's hoping. I mean, it's just a couple of lizards. Shouldn't be that that terrible. Tagoro does the slow head turn like you just jinxed us. Goodbye. I put my arm around Fiona trying to be like, uh, Fiora! Her name is Fiora! She's been there since season one, and you still can't say her goddamn name. Well, she's having women hysterics, so that's good. (laughs) (laughs) You guys see in, like, the open grassy area what appears to be uh, a campfire smoke kind of, like, smoldered down. Um... We shall go check it out. Hello? Hello? A, a small rabbit pops out, uh, followed by a human man dressed in a uh, dressed in a violet travel coat. Well, oh, sitting up, he looks to the two newcomers. Oh, um, <laughs> who are you? Hi, I'm Tagoro. This is Viera. She looks awkwardly to Tagoro. Should we ask him to... Do you want to come with us? We need more cannon. I mean, friends. It has grown a little bit lonely. I too could do with some cannon I need friends. I don't remember the tribe telling us about meeting a human dude. Oh no, he's probably lying. But free booze! Besides losing my little companion, or my compatriot, I appear to be entirely lost. Do you think your friend is... I don't know, do you think she could be in danger? Probably. Hey, uh, Manny? Are you guys safe? Do you need me to come out, or...? Well, no, we're we're safe, I think. I mean, he seems harmless. He seems pretty fancy. I mean, I don't know, I think maybe he could just be like, um, a, a, a dapper music or a magician or something like that? I don't know, he seems kind of like on the oddball side. So yeah, I gather uh, Manny and Roshin, and we uh, fly off and look for the for Feora and uh, Tagoro and Edab. Yeah. All right. So as you guys are flying and stuff, it doesn't take that long uh, since you're using Kel to kind of like as your ping location stuff. But yeah, you you find this little air, open area with a couple of small trees uh in the grasslands and you see your group and the or the the scouts along with this dapper human fellow wander Mm -hmm. your fella sees this like large magnificent pegasus with three riders on it one is completely clad in full plate armor one is a halfling and one is a gangly looking person wearing a long black cloak and wearing a kitsune mask I think it's actually it's a cloak with with fox ears on it. With I think fox it's like ears. it's like a That's little right. fox little fox cloak. It's got yeah, it's got uh, a cloak with ears and a fox face mask. 
the the human uh, whistles impressively at the display of the Pegasus arriving. Raising a finger, he points to that, uh, points to the, uh, the beast, simply respond, er, asking, Whose is that? That is mine, good sir. Hello, my name is Garrus Falcon. Nice to meet you. <laughs> Garrus, greeting. Uh, you, and... sir, have excellent tape. Why, thank you, sir. So and what be your name? Oh, uh... Uh-oh. Uh, pausing for a moment. No problem. The, uh... <laughs> ah, yes. Uh, my name. My apologies. Farron von Graff at your service. Farron von... <laughs> Farron von Graff? Farron von Graff. <laughs> huh. uh, the human, who seems to be a traveler of sorts, gives a fanciful bow of greeting. Well, nice to meet you, Mr. von Graff. I yeah, know. okay, whatever. Um, yeah, what are you doing out here by yourself? Oh, well, I, me and my companion, uh, she seems to be lost. Favorite spot of hunting for these giant lizards we've been hearing about. Alas, we got separated, so I set up camp. And, uh, I haven't really seen her in about an hour or two. I was just oh. about to get ready to go out and search for her when your companions here stumbled upon me. I see. Mm -hmm. I like your coat. <laughs> I like it too. You have good taste. <laughs> the the little fox masked uh, person like pops up behind Garrus and gives a an excited wave with kind of a weird three fingered long fingered black hand and just goes hi. Spotting this, the traveler will raise a hand of his own, and he'll uh, lower his pinky before giving a wave of his own in return. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> and who might you be, little one? My name's Rasheen. Oh, that's a lovely name. Thank you. It means little rose. Oh, I'm quite aware. And you're very welcome. Hmm? The, uh... The traveler oh, will, uh, kneel down before, uh, reaching into his coat. Now come here. I think I have something you might like. Hmm? Okay. Inside check? <laughs> I was gonna say, stranger <laughs> danger? <laughs> What's that? One, two? <laughs> Make a perception. He pulls out a gun. But no. <laughs> what do you have? A knife! No! <laughs> <laughs> just fucking imagine the tonal shift. Just oh, what do you have for me, Glock? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So that was uh, a, a what on your insight check? Twenty-two. A twenty-two. Allow me to roll a deception in return. Aaron, <laughs> ooh, eighteen. Man, Does that you... win? I forget. No, it doesn't. Uh, man, okay. this guy... This guy... <clears throat> it's kind of bullshitting you guys. He seems rather unreadable. Yeah. Either, either by just having met him, or having... You can't really tell if it's either by just having met this person, or really not 
or he has very extreme control over his mannerisms. More so than he lets on. Hmm. Regardless, he seems somewhat unreadable, as yeah. I assume Regine approaches. Yeah. Alright. That is what you sense, Manny. So he's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so waiting for Regine to approach. Mm-hmm. Uh, Farron will reach into his coat, and with a trickster's grin, he produces, in a very quick motion, and a cloud of glitter and confetti, what appears to be a glass rose made of stained glass. <gasps> very shiny, very uh, spectacular in fashion. He takes it and uh, lowers it down into the girl's hands. For you, dear. Oh, it's uh, so pretty. Out of character. I don't actually have this. I'm giving you 15 gold, please. <laughs> <laughs> Tagoro sees that and goes, <gasps> and pushes Rasheen out of the way and goes, Me next, me next. Oh, <laughs> well, well, thank you, mister. Certainly. Mr. Von Graff will do nicely. Me next. Mr. Von Graff. Now you, you have, have a... turn. <laughs> now you have a six foot half orc standing in front of you. Certainly. You just certainly. shoved the child out of the way. You just pushed the kid out of the way. <laughs> Fuck, when did I become Santa Claus? <laughs> when you gave Roshin a present and not to Goro. <laughs> it's like the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It better be. Jesus Christ. Very well, very well. Let me see what I have here. <laughs> the uh, the human replies. Somewhat. Yeah, just somewhat. Just. Oh, um, uh, okay. Uh, we're doing. Oh, all right. All right. Let's see how this goes. A small glass orb. About the size of. Oh. A tangerine. Actually, yes. What the fuck? I was just about to say that. Have your own thoughts, Adam. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, producing this glass orb, uh, the stranger hands it and sets it into his palm. The world seems to reflect in an upside-down, like, warping of reality. Not really a magical effect, but one created just by how clear and well-made this orb is. There you go, have five gold, buddy, I got you. <laughs> Thank you. I go contemplate the world well. looking into the orb. Oh God. You're quite welcome. A Go day do we dembula. Oh no, he activates it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, everyone, roll initiative. The background you see Tagoro. <laughs> yeah. In the background you just see Tagoro float up. He's sitting Indian style, but he's floating in the air. He just flies off. Oh god. Yeah. And then at the end, just... like right before the conversation ends up, you see him fly back. He has a robe and a cape and a scepter, and he's like, I'm the king. <laughs> I am the head of the Raven Council now. Oh I no. am a god. Oh god. Headmaster Togoro. <laughs> Manny just hangs back and uh, keeps an eye on him. Garrus approaches him. <laughs> oh, oh. oh boy. Oh, uh, well, I didn't expect to make a charity line out of this. Oh no, I no, 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 no. Thought I no. 
No, sir. I, I'm not requiring anything. Uh, do you mind if I do a magic trick real, real quick? Oh, certainly. All right. By all I, means. He punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Muscle wizard cat fist. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I uh, touch uh, the symbol on my chest and then I uh, put my hands together and then I do a divine uh, sense. My a divine what? Divine sense. Uh, and basically it'll tell me if you have a good aura or a bad aura. Is it just those two? Uh, it says uh, you can detect good and evil uh, and you can tell if uh, it's a celestial, a fiend, an undead within 60 feet. A celestial, a fiend, or an undead. Okay. Uh, and you've touched this <laughs> this newcomer? Uh, no, or... I, I, it's just it just goes out in like a like a, a radius. Yeah, it's like a radius. Right. As this uh, as this divine sensing aura washes across the plains, or washes across this clearing and this campsite, Garrus doesn't really detect anything in regards to this individual. Again, he seems unreadable. Okay, I got nothing. You're next, Manny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was quite an impressive display, my friend. Uh, Though, I'll have to say, not quite as grand as your steed over there. But regardless, it's the thought that counts. (laughs) This guy's killing us with with kindness. Something's (laughs) up. Now, should we get going? Yeah. Yeah. Let's oh, but, go. Uh, by the way, DM, uh, mm-hmm. did I sense anything within the 60 feet? I mean, besides you guys. Yeah, besides us, like, is there any creatures around us? I should be aware of it. Uh, See, it just gives off good or bad auras. Yeah, uh, no, you guys are good. Okay. Yep. N- nothing undead or celestial? No, uh, no. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) As soon as uh, Farron turns around and he has his back to Manny, I tap the staff against Mm -hmm. my leg. I tap Mm -hmm. the staff against my leg and I detect magic. It goes out 60 feet and I can just see if he has any magical items on him. Hang on just a second. (laughs) We're just trying to read this guy. This is the episode. <laughs> I know. This is great. So when you go to detect magic uh, and wander, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're nearly blinded by <laughs> the amount of magic that oh. is on this guy. <laughs> Maze is like, my Your eyes! Boy. Yeah, I mean, it Your boy's strapped. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, he's got some bling. Okay, I was just you know, curious. So, like, sword. Just up to you up to can't. You, I was gonna say you don't hone in on just like one thing that stands out. It's literally all of him stands out. Like all of him glows with magic. He's an angel. Let's eat him. Okay. No, he's not celestial because Garrus just checked for that. This is and- this is. Sorry. Go ahead. 
I was just gonna say this is this is one of very few episodes where I wish I was playing a different character because I I I want to be able to, to flirt with my boy's character. <laughs> with my boy's attractive character. Yeah, sorry. I don't want Pretty boy. to be creepy. No, don't want that either. Okay. Good to know. It just, I was just looking at the spell. It says that I can know the school of magic and what he bears. So oh. I'm just curious. Um, uh, like I wanted to know, like if his sword was magical or if his cloak or if both were magical. Oh, yeah. ev, 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 all of it. All okay. of it. All all right, of it. Good to know. Yes. Good to know. <laughs> all of it. Yeah. Various schools of yeah. Various schools of magic. Just yeah. I don't want to get into that specific. I was just and curious of what taught, like what specifically. So I was just curious. In terms of items, uh, he seems to be holding. Not only is his coat magically enhanced in some way reinforced but so too seems to be the sword of his hip a quietly like a subtly dis uh, noticeable uh sheaf of daggers or strap of daggers behind one of his uh coat linings as well uh he seems to be hiding a hand crossbow uh behind his waist that See, also that's what i'm looking for magic. Hell. Yeah. So okay. yeah, under his yeah. So under that coat of his uh, is just lots of magicka weapons. Okay. Plenty of gadgets. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And I'll I'll trail behind Garrus. Mm-hmm. And to Goro, I'll make sure like those guys are in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I will walk with the crowd, and then when we get about. You know, a good amount in there. I'm gonna start sending messages to Garrus, which is a whisper. No one can hear it except for him and I. And I'm just gonna be like, mm -hmm. "Look, hey man, I just uh, don't want to give you any weird vibes, but I did a little sensey sensey on this guy, and he's pretty loaded, and I don't really trust him. So we'll just have to keep our guard up." Alrighty then. <laughs> I don't want to give any weird vibes, but here are all the weird vibes. All the I weird vibes. <laughs> <laughs> They're yours now. No backseats. Dang it, no backseats. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, with that, uh, the illustrious Farron von Graf will, uh, well, I suppose he'll tie up the horse at his cart, uh, feed it an apple, Make sure his things are securely tied down. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he'll just kind of sit around waiting for everyone else to go. All right. We'll be right back after a quick break. Hey, this is a promo for Teenagers and Troublemakers, a real play Dungeons and Dragons podcast that on occasion stumbles into being a musical. Yeah, now we hear it. Oh my god, what? Hey, I'm about to freestyle, uh. That means I'm about to freestyle, uh. That means I'm about to freestyle, uh. We playing D&D. What you doing with that meat? I'm about to eat it. What you meaning? My name is Malcolm. I don't even know, but I had the talcum. That's Talcium. I'm about to drum. 
on the table like this. Hey, what? What you doing with that? I don't even know, but I got the gap. Huh. We playing D and D. What you saying? Me and hey, we about to roll the D. Mm. Tw- Twenty. E. e. Mm. Uh, what you doing with that? Mm. What you What you doing with that? Mm. What you What you doing with that? Gap. I said, how much a wood chuck chuck and a wood chuck chuck and a hey, chuck, I got you. chuck wood? Uh, 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 uh. Here we go, like. How much work in the wood chuck chuck of a wood it's chuck Friday chuck morning chuck. with KR It's <laughs> <laughs> Casey John and the Zoo Crew. Ew. <laughs> and then devolves into a morning radio show of yesteryear. Join us. I swear, we eventually get around to playing the game. We are teenagers and troublemakers. You can Google us on the Bing, Go Duck Go, or whatever other way you find your podcasts. We should be everywhere. We're even on YouTube. Hey y'all, it's Becky, player for Roisin, here to talk to you about our friends over at Awesome Dice. They have you covered for all your dice and dice accessory needs. From metal and gemstone to their specialty dice, you can easily find the right set to give you the advantage on your next game session. I just got some sparkly ones that have been working great for me. (laughs) Make sure to visit awesomedice.com to use the special discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. That's awesomedice.com with the discount code ADVANTAGE10 to get 10% off your next purchase. Add more dice to your collection with Awesome Dice today and gain the advantage in all your rolls. Hey y'all, Kyle here to talk about our friends at Elderwood Academy. They have all you need to add to your D&D gaming experience. They make everything from hex chess dice boxes to dice catapults. Completely customizable, you can choose from different types of woods, such as cherry or walnut, as well as different designs like the dragon or even a phoenix. You can find all of their epic accessories and more at elderwoodacademy.com and let them know Party Advantage sent you. Much love from the Elderwood Elves and the Rampack. Game on. Hey everyone, your DM Cassie here. Before we jump back into the rest of the episode, Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Facebook to check out fun posts, special announcements, and our monthly Epic Loot Box giveaways, where you can enter to win some awesome swag to give you the advantage on your next encounter. I also want to take a quick moment to shout out and thank a friend of the show, Nim Toast Hater, for the use of some of his awesome homebrew items. He can be found all over social media with his homebrew creations, with a focus on D&D 5e mechanics, from items to monsters, feats, classes, and even races. You can find Nim on Twitter at ToastHater. You can also check him out on Patreon, DMs Guild, and his own Discord server by following the links in the episode description. Thanks again so much, Toast. You rock. As always, if you've been enjoying this episode of Party Advantage, please take the time to review us on your podcast platform of choice. 
Reviews really do help us spread the word and grow the show so that we can keep bringing you more exciting content. Thank you so much for listening, and now, back to the show. Um, let's see. So you guys set out and, and walk for a bit and you come to this, uh, rocky ravine and you hear the sounds of like, I guess the closest thing would be like raptor roars. Mm. Yeah. And you said the scouts were, they went ahead. Yeah, they went ahead, but still you guys hear this as you approach and, um, the the one head scout demille uh he makes his way back towards you guys and he crouches low and beckons you guys to follow suit he says that all right it looks like we have found the the lizard's nest however there are a lot more than there were last time and i think it looks like we also saw what looks to be like some tr- some smaller footprints of maybe maybe this guy's companion um, and it looks like there was a discarded and torn travel pack Ugh. oh my that doesn't sound good at all what uh, does your companion look like oh well she's a she's a reclaimed necklace about four feet tall uh silver hair with these very adorable folded ears. I've had her for quite a time. We've been traveling. But I thought her more capable than this, but I admit I'm starting to get a little worried. Well, we'll do our best to find her. Wait Um, a minute. Wait a minute. Fiora raises a hand. What do you mean you had her for a long time? Well, we've been traveling for a long time. Okay. The way you made it sound, I I thought you were implying she was like, I don't know, your slave or something. (laughs) No, of course not. I don't deal in that sort of thing. Inside check. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Everyone's so suspicious. I I feel the heat, guys. (laughs) 27. Oh, Jesus. What's the heat for? Oh, let me look here. I guess... While Garrus is reading him, Manny will summon Cal. Uh huh. All right, buddy. Give me the thirty-one. Wait, what? Plus fourteen. What? Yeah. Nice. Okay, fine. Whatever. Oh, now he's gonna go foul. I was about to go foul. <laughs> Baron seems very expect- earnestly worried for his companion okay. and <laughs> very honest in the fact that no, he doesn't deal in the trading of slaves. I Listen, I was giving you the benefit of the doubt. I was just curious because I heard Nikojin and I miss my Nikojin girlfriend. But right. legitimately. You know what? I think I'm going to make an insight check on Kyle. <laughs> Kyle, what's your deception? Your in real life deception? <laughs> oh, my oh deception. wait, what? <laughs> oh, uh, I was just gonna summon my. Or Ryan, Ryan is what I meant. My bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. Sorry. No, no problem. It's okay. We're brothers. We get it all the time. <laughs> hey. 
Alright, so... This, what would I roll? I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a joke. <laughs> He's like, but I gotta roll? Fuck. <laughs> Shit. Alright. Alright. So... Uh, while they were doing that, I would... Manny summons Kel. Alright, buddy. Mm -hmm. Give me the look around. And I send him up and go blind. And try to take a gondor how many there are see if I assume any. you're I assume you're holding on to Tagoro. Yeah. Okay. R Roshin is showing Edab her flower. He's admiring it. Um so Manny as you're looking through Kel's eyes or he flies overhead and you see this like craggy rocky area and you see dozens of these very large lizard-looking creatures um, that look like this. What the frick? <laughs> what the fuck is what? that? <laughs> what the fuck is that? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're yes! Through. You guys hear him. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's quiet for a second, and Manny goes, What the fuck? <laughs> what is that? What the it, fuck is that? <laughs> so where does even when I zoom in, it looks worse. It's worse. <laughs> so yeah, where does this look good head in begin? The head. All right, I know this. I encountered this creature in my uh, in Monster Hunter World. That's <laughs> why. I, that's why I don't recognize it. Let me see here. The, the head looks like all tooth. It's all, all bone. bone. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So the head is here. Okay, so we're looking at uh, the ass. Yeah, it's twerking for us. Oh and goodness. just a side note, is editor's that the note. Butthole? Uh, is that the butthole right there? <laughs> Look, it has a butthole. Oh my god. <laughs> what are you doing out here with all this ass? <laughs> double cheeked but, uh, up. <laughs> yeah, double cheeked up. Thursday afternoon. But uh, yeah, uh, side note. I've fought this thing in game, and it doesn't look better in the game. <laughs> uh, if you were wondering that, no, it doesn't look better. It just looks unfortunate. <laughs> it looks unfortunate. <laughs> That's a good it, lo it looks like it doesn't want to live anymore. <laughs> it looks like I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and how, so, yeah. how big are they about... Uh, like these size. are considered huge. And there's a dozen of them? Uh, about a half a dozen of them out, out in the open. And hmm. roughly how big are they? They're huge. Huge. So, so at like least a... like 20 feet tall. Is that it? Yeah. And yeah. how many people are in our group? It's one, two, three... <laughs> No, there's enough. One for each. Oh well, yeah, but can you guys <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. In fact, I could take all six of them if uh, uh, nobody was holding me back. Somebody hold me back. Hold me back. <laughs> hold me back right now. Don't do this. Rasheen just Rasheen hugs Garrus. <laughs> See, somebody's holding me back. Our strongest member's holding us back. Rasheen's holding you back. Yes. Yeah, looks at my negative one strength. Yeah. I'm scared. Let's do it to it, Lars. Uh, Manny, as as you are freaking out looking at this thing, uh, you hear something 
screech overhead of of Kel. Hi, Kel. <laughs> um, and suddenly I poof out, Kel. You, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, but right before you poof out a Kel, uh, you look back <laughs> and see this just oh, about. <laughs> and your connection with Kel suddenly. No! <laughs> see, no! The left thing you see, and then you just hear. <laughs> Kel has so... disconnected. <laughs> Kel.exe has crashed. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the last thing you see before you disconnect from Kel. And. And he's dead, right? And he... yes, he's dead. Fuck. <laughs> Fayora is just like, are you okay? What happened? Thing killed my bird again. Ah! <laughs> so gone. what is it gonna be next time? <laughs> Don't start with me. What? If my Pegasus isn't real, Kel isn't real. Okay, I'm going to cut in here because I'm feeling like there's some earlier baggage. <laughs> um, should we perhaps focus on? The cause of what just happened rather than the event itself or... yeah what did you see what did you see so yeah there's this giant lizard dragon thing yellow blue sharp fangs and it can fly dibs would Farron okay. know what this is uh Farron can make a sur uh, nature survival or history Alright. Look, uh, there was a lot of them out there. I don't know if we could take all of them. Um, but the best I can really do is, like, slow them down. Wait, I thought... Sorry, I thought that the things that there were a lot of were the spiny boys. Yeah, a lot of the spiny boys, one of the flying dude that just ate cow. Oh, hey! God uh, dang! Yeah, uh, Farron exactly knows what this is oh boy oh wait wait a moment listen uh, men and oh, women oh god we got this i took down a dragon like three of them and we took down a shadow dragon together Little did you bitches over here ain't nothing <laughs> and my uh, new best friend gave me a magic ball into the world of wisdom <laughs> if we get into trouble, Thanks, I'll just friend. smash it on the ground and it'll release the wizard that's hidden inside. Thanks, best friend. It's good to know that there's someone who trusts me. <laughs> hey, Rishi, <we should> trust <laughs> you. <laughs> Listen. I heard Nico Jin and my ears perked up, okay? Yes, Garris, we know. Is that your trigger word? No, it's just he's dating Naomi, I think. You guys are dating, right? Yes. Okay. It's just like uh, we're not taking things seriously yet. And then the Garrus is just like, "What the fuck?" Like, yo, Bruh. Here's what we do: we cover ourselves in mud and then we go attack. Okay. Why um, mud? They're lizards. They probably sense heat. So if we're covered in mud, like the predator, they can't see us. <laughs> I'm afraid that this thing has eyes as well. Wait, did you call him Tonio or Tonel? He called him, but he called him. 
got it. Too hard to pick up on it. He's just like, hmm. Yeah. Who who uh, described the creature again? Manny did. The halfling. Um, halfling, sir. Manny. That's right. Manny. Uh, could you repeat that description again? Uh, yeah. It's kind of big. Well, most things are big to me, but ugly for sure. And blue, yellow, very sharp teeth. Super ugly. Doubly um, <laughs> ugly. All right. Can fly. Razor sharp claws. That look like could probably slice me in half. For sure. Right. Yeah, definitely for sure rip me in half. Uh, well, didn't really see the penis. Well, that's Okay, for context, I typed in my penis, meaning I was going to be like, you're describing my penis? Wow. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my. Uh... <laughs> and then there was a lot of the bone monsters. A lot of those. Um... So what we could do is I kind of learned a new trick and I haven't really tested out much, but I could make them all really, really slow. At least maybe six of them. Like really slow. I think we should focus our attention on the larger, more ferocious creature. If I recall correctly, this is a creature that's rather sought after in the southern kingdoms known for its ferocity it's used in arenas it's used in uh, arena battles it's called the tiglex known as a very aggressive creature but are we supposed to take care of the bunch of big lizards well that's the thing we're not really sure which lizard we're meant to take care of but Mm. the more dangerous one is definitely the tiglex don't don't we have three scouts here that we can ask Aren't they yeah. from the village? Yo, scouts. Which one is it? The the flying boy or the the spiny boy? Bone no. boy. The flying this... boy or the boners? Inner city boys. <laughs> Mississippi boys. Jesus. Oh uh, well. The human's not wrong. Those the tigrix is very territorial and it has caused us trouble from time to time when it's feeding it wouldn't hurt to dispose of it but we were more worried about those those spinier beasts those are the ones that have been disturbing our hunting grounds so both but primarily I would say the the tigrix would be probably wise to take care of first maybe we can make friends with the little one and they can help us fight the big one. Uh, unlikely. I don't know if they would trust us. We're kind of in their territory and we'd have to go, it looks like, through the tigress. Wait, how does the flying one hunt? Uh, mostly... Aggressively, yeah. (laughs) What do you mean, aggressively? Like, Like, I mean... Like, in the thing that it's from, very aggressively. It kind of just WWE slams everything it comes across. No, I, I just didn't know if it would, like, come and, like, swoop down, pick something up, and fly away to eat it, or... 
Oh, okay. Uh... It bites, it claws, it's got a nasty tail. Um, and it has a hell of an elbow drop. It has, <laughs> it, it has legendary actions. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Well, and another thing that I could do is I could make it into something that it's not. I could make it oh. into a bunny rabbit, or I could make it into a grasshopper. The only thing is, is we couldn't damage it, and we'd have to move it and mm. only last for so long. So we could transform it, not hurt it, and then kind of like replant it in a new area away from the orc tribe. So therefore, we we don't really have to die, and also we don't hurt the creature. I mean, it's only doing its natural thing. Mm. Well, if it comes back. It's known to be yeah, quite terrifying. As long as yeah. we can find somewhere to set it down, where, as long as we can find somewhere to place it where it won't come across other people, I think that's a fine, fine plan. What are the chances that I can tame it? Oh my god. Um, negligible. But you're welcome to try. It might I be. mean, I'm pretty but good course, at it. I can't really guarantee safety if you try. Like so I'm the only good at it. The only catch to this plan is is one, it's a spell, so magic doesn't have a hundred percent accuracy. Mm-hmm. If it makes the save, then it's a wasted spell. However, if it works, the next thing is it lasts for one hour. So my idea would be like Garrus, you could, you know, hypercharge your Pegasus, fly with the bunny, you know, like a good solid hour away. You're pretty fast on her and get it out of dodge. That could work. Yeah. And then that, just... would make, that would make hunting those spiny creatures a little bit easier, right? For sure, I mean, one less bigger creature to worry about. Well, with the spinal creatures, maybe we should keep our distance. Maintain on range attacks. So, Roshin, maybe you're reversing gravity? Thing might work here, actually. <sighs> <laughs> no, no. You mean to tell me that this little one right here, Farron says, pointing to Regine, is capable of such a feat? Yeah, it's surprising every time. It's nothing new. Anyway. <laughs> well, uh, it's quite surprising. She has, a larger, she has a larger kill count than Tagoro. Togoro, <laughs> <laughs> step up. I just like throw my things in the air and just walk away for a second, like to the side. <laughs> <laughs> like really, in front of my new best friend. Really, get her assholes. Oh, God. I, I didn't say it. God, fuck. Fuck. My God. <laughs> but Rasheen can reverse gravity, and Manny, you can chuck a bunch of fireballs or do your firework show. Tagaro, you have your axe, so you'll be fine. And Baron, uh, do you have a? Oh, uh, you have a crossbow, right? You could use that. Oh, uh, I mean, I could. I'm not going to, but I could. Oh, uh, why? I have much better means to deal with things like this. Don't worry. Okay, then why? I'll you be speak looking out for you. I'm sorry. What? What's your plan? Do my best. <laughs> Damn, that's all cool. Plan. This guy's 
great. <laughs> I mean, that's what I always do. The uh, the spiny things. My plan was is like I said, I can make a bunch of them really slow. Okay. So oh, right. that would mean that you would be able to go to town on them pretty much. I could make it so they only have about half their movement. They wouldn't be able to attack. They would have to choose either to attack or something different. The, the spell's a little linky, but if it works, then we should have a really big advantage. Yeah. And if all of them are in, like, one place, and if you want me to do my gravi gravity thing, uh, I can make them all go up really high, and then and I can drop them. If, if that would help. So we, we don't have to fight them so much. That sounds lovely, little Rose. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not a Tagoro idea, which kind of surprises me, but it doesn't sound like a terrible idea. Whatever you <laughs> lot settle on, I'll do my best to fulfill my role. And make sure that it works. Okay, yeah. so, we're, so we're changing the T-Rex flying dragon thing into a rabbit. I'm going to supercharge Stardust, bring it somewhere safely, and then I'm going to uh, come back as quickly as I can? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Very well. What and we may that's... have to take a rest. We can set up the dome. I can make the dome for the night. Rest in the morning. We can attack the lizards early. Now, my Maybe question they'll is... sleep. Now, my question is, is that the baby or... What, the flying creature or the spiny creature? The flying creature. Well, no, if that's a grown-up. Okay, yeah. thank God. Thankful. Okay. What <laughs> do I do? Remember to morph up, because it's very important. And uh, kill things very hard. Don't kill the bunny. Okay. And how long does this transformation last? An one hour. hour. Yeah, one hour. All right, then. So you gotta go quick. Gotcha. Do I do that now? As soon as I see it, it has to be within 60 feet, but I can double that. You and I can just go and start us. Yeah. Do you guys, do you guys want us to just me and him go? I, I, I don't like splitting up the party. Okay, like, I'm just, I'm just here to fight. <laughs> no, no, it, it's like, <clears throat> The only person who's going to be leaving is me. Like, all you have to do is just be on Stardust, and then you can, like, jump off and fly back to the group, and I'll do my thing. Yeah, just jump off. Okay. Just jump. Can I be bait? Uh... Yes. <laughs> Aren't you already? Hell yeah. We need to make a distraction so it's focused on something. Hell yeah. E-Dad can help Tagoro. Yeah, Edab. I forgot you were here. You're so quiet, you know. Edab, you helped Tagoro. Okay. Garrus can sense Manny's evil intentions. I know. <laughs> right, you detect good and evil's going off. Wee woo, wee woo. Prioritize Edab for healing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All right. So I guess Garrus are going on Stardust, and we're going to try to. Snipe this thing with polymorph. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> um, right. For the uh, love of God, please work. 
let's make sure that it doesn't go immediately tumbling to the ground and takes damage and turns back into... Yeah, I'm going to catch that thing. I'm telling Garrus, like, it's going to be kind of difficult. we got to catch it as it's falling. Are you oh, wait, questioning I can, my you know what? I can No, you know what? I can cast Featherfall on it. It would just float down. I thought you, I thought you were just. Are we good? That's true. I thought you were just gonna say no. I'm questioning you. <laughs> just like, are you questioning Stardust? No, I'm questioning you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Thanks for joining us for the Arius Adventures here on Party Advantage. Come join our community over on our Discord channel and hang out with the cast and fellow fans of the show by following the link in the episode description. You can also find us on our very own website, www.partyadvantagepod.com, where you can find cast and character bios, along with updates for special announcements and events. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter using at Party Advantage for fun posts and episode updates. Lastly, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you stay current with all of our episodes on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Come back in two weeks for more Aries adventures as the Ram Pack continues their journey. Will the party find the advantage on their next encounter? Only one way to find out. See you then.